Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here today with Andrew and Spring, and I think Spring was supposed to go first, but I just sort of jumped in and started. Um, so, how are you today, Spring? It's okay. I've been super stressed moving all weekend, so if you just want to take charge and like take control of everything, I'm totally down for that because I feel like I've done way too much organizing, way too much <laughs> negotiating, way too much, you know. Moving Thank is you. pretty much my least favorite thing to do. It's pretty. I mean, I like getting rid of stuff. I don't know. So, are, are you all are you all settled? Uh, kind of. <laughs> You're recording from your new place, at least, right? I am. Um, because we got the internet set up this morning. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Well, did I, ever, did I ever tell you the story about my friend Bob? That's not his real name, but for show purposes, Bob. I mean, it's it's difficult to know since you're changing his name, but let's let let me just share the story. So, um, I was really good friends in college with this guy named Bob, and he was dating this other guy named Bob. So, my friend Bob. Wait, that, I feel like I do know about this. Oh, you probably do. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if you remember. If I do. so, uh, Bob's were dating, and uh, <laughs> my friend Bob was was still a virgin. He had never done anything with anybody, maybe a kiss at a little party or spin the bottle, but never done anything. And things got hot and heavy between them one Friday night. Uh, so they were uh, on the couch making out for hours. They were in the bed making out for hours, but they kept their pants on. They kept their underwear on. They were all prim and proper, but it was just hours and hours and hours, like eight or nine hours of kissing. Um the next day, uh, I get a call in the morning from my friend, Bob, uh, about like, oh my God, Andrew, I don't know what's wrong. I'm in so much pain. I think I got something. And I'm like, holy crap, what happened, Bob? And he goes and he starts to describe to me a, a whole bunch of symptoms and terrible. And I'm like, I don't think there's anything wrong. I think, I think that you just have blue balls. And he wouldn't have anything to do with it. So he actually went to the health center on campus and met with a doctor and a nurse who inspected him and let him know that, yes, if you made out with somebody for eight or nine hours and you have these symptoms of achiness and pain, you perhaps have blue balls. So Bob, my friend, had serious blue balls and he went and had a doctor and a nurse check them out after calling me on the phone just to make sure he didn't catch anything with his pants on. He really should start listening to the show. I mean, that sounds, I mean, I don't think I've ever kissed anybody. I mean, I don't know if I've kissed anybody for nine hours, like in my entire life. Like if I add it all up, like that is a very long time. Kissing and making out. And I mean, I don't know. I remember my first few times, like a two or three hour makeout session was a lot of fun. Wow. That sounds like a lot of time to make out, but cool. So (laughs) different strokes for different folks. (laughs) Or no strokes for poor Bob. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that, you know, experiencing that for the first time also can be pretty scary and not really understanding why you're in all of that pain. So, yeah. So let's share some information about, what the heck are blue balls? And um, so maybe we can prevent other people from going to the hospital. 
<laughs> over oh, this poor. condition. <laughs> so the question for today is, are blue balls real? Are blue balls deadly? What are blue balls? <laughs> um, so I'm going to get a little sciencey on people today at the beginning. Science um, all over me, please. Science all over you. Um, so blue balls uh, are vasocongestion or vasocongestion of vasocongestive tissues. What's vasocongestion? Yeah. Um, So we have a whole bunch of different tissues all over our body that can fill up and engorge with blood. Um, The most common example is the penis. Um, When a man is sexually excited, um, it can fill up with blood and get hard, tumescent. Um, So vasocongestion happens in the penis. It also happens in nipples for both men and women. It happens in women's vaginas and in their labia and their lips. Uh, And another vasocongestive tissue that people aren't necessarily as familiar with is the balls or the testes. Um, So uh, as a man is sexually excited, um, since the testes have some of the special blood filling tissue in them, um, they slowly fill up with blood, um, which is why some men say that their balls feel heavier when they're turned on or when they're making out because they're actually engorged, filling up with blood. So that's that's what vasocongestion is. Things fill up with with blood. Um, yeah. And blue balls are whenever there's a tissue that's filled up with blood for a long time. Um, longer than normal without any release. So, I mean, I'm pretty disappointed that first of all, the blue balls aren't like really bright blue. And secondly, that you can't spread it because it sounds like a pretty fun sexually transmitted disease. But, but. What? <laughs> sounds horrible. I What's that blue waffle one? Oh. That's what it reminds me of. There's a fake that a fake. Yeah, don't <laughs> hey, listeners do not go search blue waffle. <laughs> Spring is a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> so that's a fake STD. But um, I mean, yeah. So blue balls are just this engorged blood for a long period of time, and that doesn't sound like such a big deal. So, I mean, medically, it is not an emergency. Bob did not have to go to the hospital. If you experience this, you don't have to go to the hospital. You're going to be just fine, right? Um, Some of the symptoms are like aching or throbbing. Um, They can feel heavy and they can have a bluish tint through the scrotum as well um, from the blood sitting there a long time. But it is not a medical emergency. Um, you will be okay. There will be some pain. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the strategies on how to prevent it too. Um, I think it's really interesting that women can get blue balls too, but they're blue blips for women. Yeah. And so just like in the male body, um, in a female body, when a woman is sexually excited, blood is going to rush to the genitals and specifically her labia will fill. They will have that vasocongestion. And so the same thing can happen. She can experience some pain in the labia in the lips if she is turned on for a long period of time and doesn't find any sort of release through that. And we've both said release a couple times. Mm. Um, The other piece of science that we sort of need to talk about today is human sexual responding and what that looks like. Um, So you you get excited and then you do some stuff that feels nice, hopefully, um, and then you orgasm and then your body returns to normal. That's what 
most people, that's like pretty much what happens in most people's bodies whenever they're engaging in sex or sexual, in any kind of sexual act with other people, right? So you get a little bit excited. There's some pleasure and some stuff happens a little bit longer. There's an orgasm and it's a release. Whenever there are blue balls, we see people getting excited. We typically see people doing things that, you know, get them even more excited or more hot or more turned on. And then we do not have an orgasm, right? So without an orgasm, there's no signal to the body to release the blood and return everything to normal. So orgasm is kind of the thing that says, hey, return everything back to the way it was before I got all sexually aroused. And I mean, what is actually interesting to me in thinking about this is why we don't hear women complaining about this more because a lot of women, not a lot of women, but there a significantly amount of women more than men don't experience orgasms during um, all of their sexual encounters. And so I think it's actually interesting that we think of this more as a male problem when if we're looking at kind of, you know, who is having the most orgasms during um, most of their sexual encounters, it's actually men. Yeah. Um, And I think that there's a lot of other societal reasons why uh, we would see men probably talking about it more than women. Um, A lot of women might even confuse some of the kind of pain and aches with uh, periods or menstruation or PMS. Um, Just hormone levels in general, yeah. Right. So, I mean, it could be masked in a lot of those sort of ways as well. Um, All right. Well, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to be talking about some ways to prevent blue balls. All right. So um, (laughs) how can you prevent blue balls? Spring, how do you prevent your blue balls? I've never had blue balls in my life. Yeah, neither have I. (laughs) So be like Spring and be like Andrew and your blue... No. So... um, I mean, I've never had blue balls because I don't have any balls, but... (laughs) (laughs) I also don't think I've had blue lips. But I, I mean, I'm not sure. I... You know, I, now that I like really think about that, maybe, I I don't think I have, but. Hmm. So I think it's really important for us to talk about the, talk about why men talk about blue balls more than women, right? So you mentioned, maybe you did, you're not sure, but. In, in literature, uh, in movies, there's kind of like the funny ongoing joke about a guy has blue balls, so he has to get off with you, so you need to have sex with him, right? And I think that's the other part of this question, um, why someone would ask, are blue balls dangerous or are blue balls deadly? Because mm-hmm. they do seem to be used as something that someone would uh, use to manipulate another person into sexual acts with them. Right. We hear a lot of times, um, and this is through, you know, stories, but also through the media, through TV shows and movies, we quite often see a male character um, saying, you know, that his balls hurt so much, like he has to get off, he has to orgasm, he has to have sex, um, and trying to convince usually a female partner into that scenario, you know, like, you have to do this to help me. And um, I think, you know, that's really interesting that we only see it 
you know, from that lens and we don't see it going the other way with a female, you know, pressuring anybody into that. Um, but we do hear a lot more about this from males in general. And I don't know, I th don't think physiologically there's a reason that males would necessarily experience it more. Um, but I don't know that we have any high quality research about um, kind of prevalence of <laughs> experiencing that either. Um, I mean, so in terms of men experiencing it, there is not a, a lot of inflow and outflow of blood from the testes, right? There's only like one major uh, source of blood to them. Um, and the labia have many sources, right? They're mm. attached to the body. So that might be one of the biological reasons why men may experience it more than women. Um, but regardless if a man is experiencing it or not, if he ever tries to manipulate you into something you don't want to do because his balls hurt, Right. I mean, you can just say, well, here's some lube. Just go in the bathroom and you can <laughs> take care of yourself because um, it's not your job to, to handle it for somebody else. To handle it. Get it? Uh, <laughs> give me a handy over here. No. Um, so it's really I mean, I, I think that's probably for me the most important part of our episode today is that like it, it we can't let people be coerced into sexual acts based on these sort of myths of danger. Um, might be some ache, there might be some pain, there's no danger, you don't have to do anything. If someone is trying to force you, you should tell them no and not let them try to say blue balls is why you need to touch them. Often, actually, when someone has blue balls, by the time it really starts to hurt, they have a hard time getting off anyway, and any kind of sexual act is not even going to feel good. So they're probably lying to you, just saying that, using those words to try to guilt you into having sex with them. Yeah, I feel like what um, people normally kind of say in those instances is you don't want me to get blue balls do you like it's kind of more like mm -hmm. people yes. are threatening that you will cause pain to them by not having sex with them not that they already have it and you have to take care of it but that like don't don't let it come to that right you can help prevent blue balls by just <laughs> doing this thing that you don't want to do with me <laughs> yeah and and the way that you can help prevent it is, yeah, telling them that they have that opportunity at this point right now to go to the bathroom and prevent it themselves. <laughs> That's how you are assisting in that prevention process. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, the other... Th the, uh, right. So, getting off, having an orgasm typically will pretty quickly get rid of blue balls as well. Um there is another place where we're, we see quite a few reports of men experiencing blue balls. Do you have an idea where it is, Spring? Um, is are you talking about geographically? No, no, I'm talking about uh, men who participate in a specific activity. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Edging, right? Yeah. Um, so if you're not familiar with, with what edging is, eventually we'll do an episode on it. But, but it's whenever uh, a man is typically masturbating um, to the point of almost orgasm and then stopping a whole bunch of times. So he keeps himself very aroused for a long period of time, building up a, a large orgasm at the end of it. And many men like it. Um, but one of the side effects of edging is a you're staying very aroused for a long time, building yourself up to an orgasm, but not having it, filling up all of those vasocongestive tissues with blood and not letting it release. Um, 
So we actually see a lot of men who are edging experience blue balls as well. Um, and quite simply, if you don't want to experience blue balls or you start to feel the ache on your next edge, orgasm. Yeah, I mean, that's it. So how do you prevent blue balls? Orgasm or don't be a dick. <laughs> right? Isn't that, is that? Sorry, I'm a little feisty about this today. I, no one has ever said, I, I, I kind of wish in my past someone would have told me that, that I needed to get them off because they had blue balls or blue lips. I would have had. Oh, no one's ever said that to you before? No one has ever, has someone said it to you? Oh, yes. What? Oh. I don't know that I could count the number of times somebody said that to me, actually. Um, I I have had several people tell me that. Never like um, a like long-term partner that I really loved, <laughs> but more like um, shorter-term people that I had been dating. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of times. And um, I never put any stock in that, perhaps because of my education <laughs> about sex. Um, but I mean, I, I didn't feel very pressured by that, um, luckily. But I know that some people really can and some people, you know, can make that seem very threatening. But um, I always found it kind of insulting when somebody would say that to me, like, as if it was my job. I mean, right. That's what I want. I would kind of wish someone would have said it to me. I would have been so indignant. I would have just like gotten up or sent them away and be like, are you kidding me? Absolutely not. So now all of you listeners are empowered that if anyone ever tries to coerce you into having any kind of sexual act with them based on preventing blue balls, you can kind of laugh at them and tell them no. You can talk about the vasocongestion and see if um, that turns them off so much just hearing about the biology of it that it fixes the problem. <laughs> you all are lucky. I love talking about the biology of things. I could talk about vasocongestion and orgasm and release and plateau. Um, anyway. All right. Um, so I, I, I think we're at the end. Is there anything else that we need to cover today about blue balls? They're real. Yes. Are they harmful? No, not really. They can hurt a little bit and uh, they're probably going, no, they'll go away on their own and it's not your job to help someone else with them. I feel like if they turned like a really bright neon blue, it would be more of a problem because people would like want to do it to see the bright color. No, I am just like, are, are you saying that we should have colors. like a blue balls challenge? Like who can get the bluest ball? I snap feel a like this would be the yeah, worst that would be the internet thing. challenge. <laughs> we, we are not saying it. do springs blue ball challenge. Everybody do not, do not. Please don't even call it springs blue ball challenge. Stop. <laughs> I can see the hashtags now. <laughs> Boy. Um, oh, wait. I have a joke for you about blue balls. Oh, okay. What is it? Uh, oh, wait. Just a second. I'll tell you in a second. Ugh. Okay. Oh, wait. Are you ready? Do you want to hear it now? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, wait, wait. I'll just tell, it. I'll tell you in just another second. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe you're doing this to me on the air. 
Andrew, wait, 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 wait. I really, I have a really great joke. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a joke about blue monsters. Wait, wait, one more oh, second. Um, I am not putting up with this. I am not. <laughs> Get out of my bed. <laughs> How much pain are you in right now? From your joke, an immense amount. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have any questions for us, you could let us know. I'm, uh, we're happy to answer them. Um. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. Okay, so you can call us. We're at 413-I-RAP-IT. <laughs> I-RAP-IT. Uh, you can email us. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Sex Wrap. Um, we post a lot of uh, content there, so you should go like and follow us. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid... Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.